It's religion today, it's ideology today, and our secularist friends also have a faith. Some kind of Disneyland fantasy. I know how this is going to get heard in the secular world. Where the pseudo-Christian masks are off. That's nonsense, ladies and gentlemen. Apologetics isn't just about giving answers to other people's questions. It's also about learning to question other people's answers or even question the question itself. In a Christian worldview. Well, welcome to Quantum number 94. Quantum is a podcast that looks at news and views and culture from a Christian perspective. We go all over the world and we have listeners all over the world. And I'm just so delighted that this past week, so many of you actually contacted me and gave stories and information and constructive criticism. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I'm sorry I can't use it all, but I am going to use a couple of things and give a shout out to a couple of you later on. But let's begin with a piece of music. That, of course, was Little Richard, who was, uh, I, I think, probably more the founder of rock and roll than Elvis. Uh, he certainly was a massive influence upon the Stones and the Beatles and Led Zeppelin, David Bowie, you name it. Little Richard was a phenomenon, and he was a phenomenon in different ways. He... Uh, was uh, homosexual and he was very open about that which was unusual at that time um but then this happened listen to a bit of this i would sing and do things but you know i wasn't a part of the in crowd anymore i started thinking i started just thinking about jesus i started thinking about the world's going to end soon all the trouble of the world. I made up my mind that I'd rather have Jesus than anything the world could afford today. Now, not many people know this, but he became a Christian when he was on tour in Australia and he was up in the town of Newcastle and he just saw something in the skies, which he now believes was a comet or a, a, a Russian satellite. But he took it as a sign from God and just felt his life wasn't together. He became a Christian. He went up and down. But it was very clear in his Christian testimony. He renounced his homosexuality, claiming that it was uh, a temporary choice. And that, of course, earned him the ire of others. But still, remarkable, really. Remarkable the influence this poor kid from Georgia, from Macon, Georgia, had. And I love in that phrase where he said, I started thinking about Jesus. What a good idea. Okay, let's just think a little bit. I, I'm, I'm going to actually start a weekly COVID commentary, uh, not as a podcast, but just to write it down because there's just so much information. And I do not want every time you listen to this to all be about COVID, but there, we, we can't ignore it either. And I think one of the things is just to say something about the recession that is not only coming, but is here. Uh, the United Kingdom is facing a massive bill. So is America. So is Australia. It was announced today in Australia that there were 600,000 jobs lost in the past month. Now, bear in mind, 
that a significant number of jobs have been kept by the government pouring billions into something called JobKeeper. So who's going to pay for this? Well, if you're Jeremy Corbyn or John McConnell, you just say, well, it just happens. We just print money. If you're a Keynesian, that's what you say. But at the end of the day, this is going to cost not just my generation, but my son's generation and my grandchildren's generation. It's We're going to be paying for this for an extremely long time. And money does not grow on trees. We need a financial miracle. Well, sadly, there are those in allegedly in the church, I don't believe that they are Christians, but there are those who seek to exploit. And there are those who are gullible enough to be exploited. Here's the story of the Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing. Uh, they have, I believe, over 100 churches all over the world. They're American-based, but they have one here in Australia. And that church in Australia, well, I'll tell you about it after you hear this clip. U.S. President Donald Trump shocked almost everyone when he suggested injecting disinfectant as a possible COVID-19 cure. And while he now claims he wasn't being serious... I was asking a question sarcastically to reporters like you just to see what would happen. An obscure church called Genesis 2, which peddles bleach cures, claims it wrote to Trump days before his press conference. So this is why I wrote the president. In this video, the group's leader says he told the president that chlorine dioxide and industrial bleach could rid the body of COVID-19. It's a wonderful detox through oxidation that can kill 99% of the pathogens in the body. They found the cure for cancer, AIDS, diabetes. For years now, the Genesis 2 church has been promoting chlorine dioxide as Miracle Mineral Solution, or MMS. You have your activator. You put it in water and drink it. This is what I use for my mom. That church in Australia, as I was saying, is has just been fined a total of $151,200 for selling and promoting bleach as a cure for COVID-19. They've been doing this for years. Industrial bleach um, as miracle mineral solution, stating it can cure things like autism, acne, cancer, diabetes, and now COVID. This is not approved for human consumption in Australia, and so what they were doing was illegal. Now, what they are claiming is this is a breach of their religious rights and their freedom of speech and everything else. Now, we need to understand this argument very, very, very carefully. It's not true. What I mean, it's not true. I mean that when you break the law and claim it's your religion. So let's say you belong to a religion that wanted to sacrifice children or a religion that said it was okay to beat your wife. No, it's not. And when you break the law, you cannot claim the protection of religion for that. And I don't care if these people claim to be Christians or not. What they're doing is immoral, illegal, and unchristian, and good for the government for taking them on. Here's something else that is profoundly disturbing. I've been watching the Netflix program Fowder, and um, it, it's an, uh, an amazing program. It's an Israeli program which features in Hebrew and Arabic. Um, I'll tell you what it makes you do. It makes you sympathize with both the Jews and the Palestinians. The Jews, probably the most persecuted, definitely actually the most persecuted people in the history of the world. And the Palestinians, certainly 
one of the most oppressed people in the world today. And Fowd is really interesting like that. But there is an extremism that comes out of Islamism, which is really disturbing. And this is a cleric who's also a member of parliament for Gaza, a cleric from Hamas. Listen to what he's saying. You, you'll, you'll only pick up a bit because it's not in English. You can look at the clip if you wish, but what he really is saying is, he's citing from the Quran, kill the Jews wherever you find them and drive them away. Yeah, the Quran does say that. And he's saying, the, the reason this, I think, ties in with what we've been looking at as well. He's saying, what's worse, COVID-19 or the Jews? And he's saying, the Jews. The Jews are a virus. Now, where have we heard that one before? Utterly unbelievable. Okay, let's uh, move on. Um, not quite as desperately sad as that, but nonetheless, a little bit disturbing. A report from NPR in the United States uh, talks about how, because so many people are working at home, apparently a third of U.S. Uh, workers are now working at home, employers are asking them to install software called Hubstaff on their personal computers so it can track their mouse movements, their keyboard strokes, and record the web pages they visit. They also Some also have to download an app called T-Sheets to their phones to keep tabs on their whereabouts during work hours. I don't know, do, do you not find that a wee bit creepy? I, I certainly do. Okay, complete change. We've had some Arabic. We've uh, spoken about America. We've spoken about the United Kingdom and Australia. Let's go and have a little bit of German. That was Kraftwerk, of course. The Kraftwerk founder, Florian Schneider, died aged 73. Um, he died of, of cancer. Now, Kraftwerk for me were an amazing band. Um, I don't know, band, 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 bad oro band. And the, the clip that you heard is uh, Das Model. Uh, and I, I think they were unique, and I think they did invent a, a whole genre. Someone else gone, yeah? Okay, let's come from the world of Kraftwerk into a world which I suspect not even they could have envisaged. 
and that is the trans world. And and this still goes on. The the COVID stuff was put on a back burner, but it's still going on. Something that we warned about many, many times, um, hidden a wee bit in the news. <coughs> oh, excuse me, coughing. Do you know here, actually, the um, government treasurer had a coughing fit in Parliament. He had to go immediately and get tested for COVID. But I don't think I'm there yet. But uh, let's come back to this, this trans thing. We warned that if society went down this route, you'd find a situation where males who said they were females would be going to female prisons with all that that involves. And this week a report came out saying that transgender prisoners have carried out seven sex attacks on women in jail. Um, and yet prison governors are still allowing trans inmates to move into the jails. Um, in 2017, we had an infamous case of a convicted rapist being moved to a women's jail, Newhall, and sexually assaulting two women inmates. I, I still to find anyone who can say why this is even remotely justified. But there is a pushback also on the trans stuff. I've noticed in Sweden that the number of people applying for trans surgery has really dropped. And in the United Kingdom, the government have told us that children who wish to undergo surgery to change their gender will be banned from doing so in future. So said the Equalities Minister. Trans rights charities are, of course, complaining, and we'll see what happens with, in Scotland. The current rule at the moment is people under the age of 18 are allowed surgery, but with parental consent. But that is going to change that you cannot mutilate your own body when you're a child. And then another kind of strange one, and also another sad story. The first gay men to be offered IVF treatment, that's infertility treatment on the NHS, have revealed they're expecting a baby boy this summer. Uh, no, they're not. Men can't have babies. I'm sorry, but this is basic biology. They are not expecting. What they have done is they have paid a surrogate, and this surrogate is having IVF treatment, which is incredibly expensive. So the NHS, which is struggling to cope with COVID-19, apparently has plenty of money to offer something which is, was, was illegal a, a couple of years ago. Wow. Kiss me goodnight, Sergeant Major. Tuck me in my little wooden bed. We all love you, Sergeant Major. When we hear you bawling, show a leg. It's a long way from the world into which my parents were born. And the world which was celebrated, that world which was celebrated in the past week, I didn't mention it uh, last week, but I want to mention it this week, and that is VE Day, Victory in Europe. Not as some put it, Victory over Europe, but Victory in Europe. This is London. His Majesty King George VI. Let us remember the men in all the services, and the women in all of the services who have laid down their lives. We have come to the end of our tribulation. 
and they are not with us at the moment of our rejoicing. I speak to you today at the same hour as my father did exactly 75 years ago. His message then was a salute to the men and women at home and abroad who had sacrificed so much in pursuit of what he rightly called a great deliverance. The war had been a total... Well, of course, first of all, that was the king, her father, and the queen today. And she spoke of a great deliverance. Well, that's what it was. It was a great deliverance. And do we not need a great deliverance now? Do we not need to be praying for the Lord to bring a great deliverance to us? Okay. Um, I mentioned people who've given us input. I just want to mention two young men, uh, Stefan and Timothy in London, who apparently listen to this podcast every week, according to their father. Um, Stefan in particular appreciated the Dire Straits fan because Stefan is a young man with an impeccable taste. I'm not sure at 14 I had such good taste, but he's a Dire Straits fan and that indicates he has a depth of musical understanding and appreciation. I, I was thinking about that and, uh, and I'll say hi by the way to Stefan and Timothy, but I was thinking about that and when I, you get one of these things that I, I almost never, ever do, which is, you know, um, list your 10 things. And I wasn't going to do it. And then I just thought, do you know this? I will. I was asked to just post on Facebook the 10 album covers without comment that have had most influence on my musical taste. And as I thought about it, I thought, do you know this? It just, they just made me reflect because music makes you reflect and music makes you remember. And so I thought, you know this, I'm going to do this for the next 10 quantums. I'm going to give you some music from each of them. And here's the first. I'm so tired I haven't slept a wink I'm so tired My mind is on the blink I wonder should I get up And fix myself a drink No, no, no I'm so That is the Beatles' White Album, which I used to have on white vinyl and which I gave away when I became a Christian. I, oh, it'd be worth a fortune now. I really, really, really love that album. It's so unusual. It's a concept album, double album. Um, and what we just heard there was a song, I'm so tired, I haven't slept a wink. I'm so tired, my mind is on the blink. It's funny. That album's over 50 years old. Of course, I didn't buy it when it came out. I was a little too young then. But... I probably bought it about 40 years ago and I haven't, don't think I played it for a long, long time and yet I can remember every single word. That's the power of music. But there's something more beautiful, more powerful even than that. And that's the power and the beauty of a Christian couple who have lived and followed and loved the Lord Jesus Christ for many years. And St. Columbus Free Church in Edinburgh 
showed a small video, a message of encouragement from Billy and Elizabeth Graham, which is just absolute gold dust. So go to the link and see it. But here's Elizabeth explaining what our hope is. And I've been thinking of a verse in Psalm 46, it's verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. And all these things that are worrying us just now have not taken God by surprise. He's got the whole world in his hands. And that's the same world that he said he so loved that he sent his only son to be its saviour. So I feel I can safely put my hand in his and go into each day walking with him, whatever is happening in the world at large. And then finally, um, again, or just a remarkably talented young man, Simon Kennedy, blues guitarist, who uh, I'm going to play out with him actually because uh, it's just a, a great reminder. We've been thinking about economic recession, we've been thinking about the need for deliverance, the Queen reminding of us that. We've been thinking about the mess that so much of society is still in. We're reminded of the hatred between different groups of human beings. We're reminded of the good that human beings can do, but we're also reminded of uh, the bad and the oppression and so on. And we do need that deliverance. And some of us will be finding ourselves just now struggling through all this COVID stuff and other issues. There's many, many other issues as well. And I think we need to remember, if, if you are not a Christian, you man, you really, really, really need to find Christ and come to know Christ. But if, if you are a Christian, you need to remember, the Lord will find a way. Well, if you want to support Quantum, go on to the Podbean fundraiser. Otherwise, uh, look forward to seeing you next week. Feel free to make any comments or send stuff in. God bless you all. See you next week. Well, the Lord, you make a way somehow. When beneath the cross I bow, He will take away your sorrow. Oh, and lay burden down. When that rope is down so heavy. Shows on your brow. There's a sweet relief in knowing. Oh, the Lord, He'll make a way somehow.
angels on your brow There's a sweet relief in knowing Oh, the Lord, he'll make a way somehow There's a sweet relief in knowing Oh, the Lord, he'll make a way somehow There's a sweet relief in knowing Oh, the Lord, he'll make a way somehow I've tried everything, mm. and I'm sure that you've tried everything, but you ain't tried nothing till you try Jesus.